Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Living the Dream. Yes, this is me, Mark Cridland, and I am the producer. I tried to hold this all together. And uh, we've got no AMJ this week, but I am still joined by Mr. Paul Tingey, and we do have a bit of fun. So, this week we chat about the fact that we've got no AMJ. Dave the Elephant learnt a new song at the football last week, which is why we missed a week. Uh, we talk about the podcast that we've listened to. Other ones, yes. And find out that penguins might be aliens. We also talk about the baby squirrels that get a bit tangled up and the men catching their balls in shaving cream. And the artist who done something a bit different to what the art gallery were looking for. And then, of course, we've also got the main thing, the big event, the thing that everyone likes to listen to this podcast for. It's the quiz. Yes, the weird and wonderful quiz. Uh, This week, we've got Mr. Nick Parton and Clayton the Crocodile. Yes, as a late stand-in because uh, the guest that we did have had a few technical issues. But uh, we might get him on another day. But yeah, it's a good quiz. It's fun. We like it. So sit back and enjoy another week of living the dream mm. hello paul oh hello dj critters <laughs> what are you eating cheese savouries you stopped the recording so i shoved a handful in then you start recording again i thought oh, oh no <laughs> i did it on purpose um we're missing a voice this week mr amj he's uh, he's abandoned us the bastard what are we gonna do for the quiz um I don't know. We'll figure something out. We'll figure it out somehow. I mean, we've got uh, we got one chap definitely confirmed, another one possible. So you're well, right. Difficulties, isn't he? Poor old Paul. He's not me. Another Paul. Um, you know, poor old Paul. He's having some technical difficulties. I hope it's all out. Poor old Mister Wimsett. Mm. If you're listening, Paul, we hope that you joined us later on. Yes. If uh, if not, then um, if not able to do it, then we'll have to get him on another time. Yeah. Um, maybe giving him a step by step guide on how to do Zoom. Mm. Zoom, zoom. Zoom, zoom. So anyway, how you been? Um. Yeah, we didn't record last week, did we? No, we had a week off. No, we had a week off. What, why did we have a week off for? Uh, I was because I had work. No, Sarah had work. Yeah, and then also um, that was quite good because I thought I was going to get solely the blame, but um, I ended up going to watch Dover play. Oh, yeah, well. that was the main reason because it was on the diary that you were there. And then I looked at my diary and realised that Sarah was also working in the evening, which makes yeah. it a right pain in the butt for recording because I have to lug all my stuff over to where she's, uh, where she's working and then hope that the uh, internet works while we're there. Although what, what I'm really looking forward to is at some point is when I can't make it because I'm at the football is to actually record at the football. <laughs> It'd be great to see people's reactions to David Geraldine. Yeah. Especially if I'm stood by myself in an isolated <laughs> space. I'll tell you, I bet you I'll get plenty of room that week. 
Yeah, yeah. You probably get the ref coming up to you going, you quieting down because you're upsetting the players. <laughs> Goalie's getting really concerned now, looking over his shoulder, going, What are you going on about? Well, the thing is, Dave's already got gone to watch. Um, he came with me the other week and I thought Dave's here now. Dave learnt a new chant at the football. Do you want to hear Dave sing it? Um, yeah, go on him. Dave, do you want to sing it? Oh, oh, I don't know if I can sing it or not because it's a little bit rude. Well, sing a song that's not rude then, Dave. Oh, oh okay. Um, we are black, we are white, we are flaming dynamite. Yay! Woo. There you go. But they don't say flaming. Ah. They use a naughty word and it's, that's most upsetting. <laughs> they, they sing that at football? Yeah, and and then they sing not so nice songs about the referee, and 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 about the Dover team because they're not doing very well at the moment. Mm. Yeah, they're trying, but hmm. they, they look demoralised. Do they? Do they just sing the referee is a, and they no. just all go bleep? Yeah. Oh, Titanic's in trouble again. It sounds more high-pitched than your normal peep. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a special magic button that I can press now. Now? Oh, ooh, let's try it. I'm going to say a swear and you see if you can edit it out live. live. You ready? Right, got him. Oh, I've hurt my toe. That really damn hurt. What? You missed it. <laughs> Just like in the old days when we used to do this show live and I had to have the button ready at all times. I, I'll be honest, I don't I think I was the only one who never swore live on air, was I? Uh, I think you did once. AMJ did a couple of times. A couple, that's a that's an understatement. Some some guests that we had on swore, um, yeah. such as the high priest, he swore quite a bit. Um, even with my daughter in the room, he still swore. He did yeah. apologize to her. And I'll be honest, Critters, I think I only heard you swear once, live, on the radio, and it was majestic, because you you laid down the F-bomb, was introducing the track, faded out, looked at me and went, I just swore, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the I think, good old days. Now, think, the thing is, the radio show, uh, when we first started the radio show, we was on the on the Dover radio station. And, of course, they're going on FM very shortly. So you definitely yeah. cannot swear at all on there. Um, no, there's some even rules, have, uh, rules that I got to read. Yeah, yeah. You can't even have it like we're bleeping like this. So they wouldn't have this this podcast on there. They would after 9 p.m. It's, it's <laughs> fine to head off after 9 p.m. But well, this podcast is always completely weird and wonderful, like lengths. Sometimes it's like 52 minutes. Sometimes it's an hour and 25. It's like, who knows? Who knows? Well, I'm, the, I'm, I'm current, I've just got into a podcast called um, Off the Menu with James A. Caster and Ed Gamble. And it's actually Perfect. really good. And um, I'm currently listening to one with uh, Bob Mortimer. It's just fantastic. I, d- I would just love to live a day in Bob Mortimer's mind. So what is the, uh, the podcast about then? Because I've, I've heard of it, but that's as far as I've gone. So the, what they do is they ask their guests what would be their favourite things on a menu. 
and it, they, they have to choose a starter, they have to choose a drink, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's brilliant. What, what do you think um, Bob Mortimer chose for his starter? Uh, soup of the day. Nope. Oh. He chose hot dogs from the Odeon Cinema. <laughs> okay. He's amazing. The, the, the way his mind just works and goes off at a tangent. And I'm a big James Acaster fan. I quite like Ed Gamble as well. So all three of them together. Fantastic. Who is? Ed Gamble. He, he is. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, unfortunately, uh, I was outpriced on the tickets. <laughs> Although, next Saturday, I'm off to watch Adam Buxton at the Marlow. Exciting, uh, isn't it? Yeah. So, spoken about this before, so mm. looking forward to that one. Adam Buxton's podcast as well. So. Yeah, and by the way, Adam Buxton is in the top 20, just like us. Um, and uh, I, I bought tickets for, for Udaha to go and watch uh, Sarah Millican next year. Mm. Yeah, you uh, mentioned this before actually. So, you're looking forward to that? Yeah. Geraldine Giraffe. The, no, that's Sarah Millican. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I thought about podcasts. Uh, I've been listening to a podcast that's absolutely nothing to do with comedy, it's the other end of the scale, actually. It's all about true crime. Oh, I was going to be really mean and say, Was it the Trevor Feelgood podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've listened to a couple of those, and they're great. Silence, um, yes, they're great. Yes, Kent's most available comedian who wasn't available tonight, no, exactly. <laughs> Just in case uh, Paul can't come with after his technical difficulties. Oh. Um, but yeah, the podcast I've been listening to is called My Favourite Murder. Well, and on that bombshell, good night, everybody. <laughs> it's quite a good uh, entertaining podcast. They uh, it's two two ladies in America, and they do uh, yeah, they present it quite well. Actually, it's better than us. But it's not funny. That's the main yeah. thing. It's all cool. about crime. Crime doesn't pay, but it appears it does. Um, have you read Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osman? No. I reckon that would be right up your street. Is it about a murder on a Thursday? Well, the thing is, there's this... It's set in an old people's retirement village, and these people meet up on a Thursday, but they call the club a different name. But actually, they try and solve unsolved crimes, because one of them used to be an old policeman, or police officer because she's a lady. Don't have lady policeman, um, and she uh, she's still got contacts, and they send her old files, and they have a bit of fun with that. And then all of a sudden, bam, a murder happens in their sleepy retirement village, and they they whoo yeah they go and solve it. Or so they think. The um, the 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 second book because there's a sequel that Richard Osman that's a very tall Richard Osman from Pointless by the way oh. uh, he he has released a sequel um, it's out now however I haven't bought it yet because I've hinted enough that I want it from Santa am I a dreamer? Am I, am I a dreamer? have you yeah. uh, heard about the uh, the mystery creatures that live on uh, out of his Antarctica or Antarctica what are the cold places in, in, in the world? Oh, the Smurfs? No, no, the, the, the penguins. The penguins? You're not oh. going to talk about the poor penguins that have suffered brutal deaths, are you? 
No, no, no. No, it's good, because I saw it's some these, weird um, penguins. Peng- it's these lovely penguins that scientists have now figured out that they are most likely from Venus. So they're actually aliens. Or um, they're women, because women are from Venus, men are from Mars. Yeah, yeah, that's the, I think they just tested the, the females. But, um, yeah, scientists have been studying their poo. Oh, right. Yeah. Nice. Don't ask me why. They just felt like it. It was something to do. <laughs> they got a grant. Was Gillian like, McKeith there? <laughs> saying you are what you eat, and she's having a look, having a good old look. Oh, because he's a fish bone, you didn't, you didn't chew that properly, did you? <laughs> and then go into the jungle and faint so unconvincingly. Um, but yeah, they, they found some traces of rare chemicals that are only found in Venus. Well, isn't she a lucky lady? Yeah. Um, yeah, 38 million miles away. It's a chemical called phosphine. Um, but it doesn't, it's, it's not made on Earth. It's not created on Earth anywhere. So it's like they are very confused about these you know, Venus living weird penguins. Sorry. <laughs> um, oh, I mentioned, I said to say it was one of the ice places in the in on Earth, but it's not. It's the Falkland Islands is where they, they're generally these penguins that are pooing out the chemical that's only from Venus. They're living on, the on Captain Spock. What? You said the Falkland Islands. Falkland. Falkland. Huh? Mm, silly me. Falkland Islands. Falkland. That fucking lands. Um, but yeah, it's just really weird. It's like, why the hell? First of all, why were the scientists really interested in penguin poo? And two, why were they studying it that much? It's strange. Um, well, I do have the answer to that one. Ooh. Are you ready? Go on then. Um, so they're studying the penguin poo because they wanted to know about the dietary requirements for some um, penguins that they've got in a zoo in Germany, because they were getting poorly with the fish that they're feeding them, so they wanted to see what sort of fish they wanted. And the reason why they're studying it so closely, well, you can find out on the Facebook group. I'm not kink-shaming you, but someone should warn you about that. I don't know if there is a group called that i'm guessing there's something like that on facebook okay. um one of the scientists have said that uh this this weird chemical in the poo might be a defense or signaling against competing bacteria it's like what the hell it's well, all about bacteria in the poo that's normally what poo is isn't it yeah. Got, yeah, basically they've been drinking a lot of yakult ah that's it Mm, then on other brands are available however i do enjoy having good bacteria sloshed in my guts first thing in the morning so denon if you're listening send me some that's what geraldine said as well mm, she uh well i'm sure it's not like that she said something like that i tell you what though wherever she's going she's getting closer i walked past her out past her house the other day and all she could scream was i'm coming i'm coming i'm coming have you got any weird news stories you found this week, Paul? Yeah. Well, did did you hear about um, the police in Michigan that got called out because there had been a 
bit of a kerfuffle. No. What kind of kerfuffle? Well, it was a 911 call. So, you know, this is proper emergency stuff. Now, there's a kerfuffle that involved seven siblings and um, they'd all got a bit boisterous with each other and ended up getting tangled together. All seven of them tangled together. They weren't humans. They were squirrels. There's baby squirrels, and they all got caught up in their tails. Oh. So the the police had to um, untangle their tails. And the mother, apparently, as you know what journalists are like, they don't tell no lies. Um, the mother, or mama squirrel, watched officers help her babies. Didn't it's it? called 911. As she might have done. They, so this is what they put on uh, the police department. The Grand Blanc Township Police Department put this on their Twitter. Hashtag crazy but true. Squirrel takes on a whole new meaning for officers. 9-11 received a call of seven squirrels who were tied together by their tiles. Sure enough, a scurry of young squirrels were found at the base of a tree. So there you go. They got all stuck together, but they all survived, and they are now all separated. Well done, those lovely police. Ooh. Um, squirrels like having their nuts. They get, uh, yeah, they they stole their nuts for winter, and they got an obsession with nuts. Have you heard about this? Uh, this Idaho Idaho man uh, claimed his Guinness World Record. For balls caught in, caught in shaving cream. Wow. All I know about Idaho is that they grow a lot of potatoes there. Oh. It's referenced in a Weird Al song, Addicted to Spuds, which is Addicted to Love parody. And says, you go to Idaho just to watch potatoes grow. There you go. But this sounds painful. Shaving balls getting caught in. Did he have a Gillette Mac 30 or something? Well, that's what I thought when I first read it, but it's actually a pair of Idaho men that claimed the Guinness World Record when one of them threw 35 ping pong balls and then the other one caught in a massive shaving cream on his head. Well, that doesn't sound half as exciting now. I know, it wasn't his balls caught in shaving cream, it was ping pong balls. So yeah, one of them decided it was a good idea to just cover his head with shaving cream and then the other one had to then throw ping pong balls at his head. I'll be honest, um, when you said ping pong balls, I originally heard King King Kong balls. But I don't <laughs> want that thrown at my head. But um yeah, so I don't know why they've done it, but they got um yeah, the Guinness World Records to actually be there for this. They uh ages ago they did a a, a whole a whole claim and they actually got into the Guinness World Records. With uh, being able to catch twenty nine ping pong balls within thirty seconds on top of his I head, I tell you what, I can catch a lot more ping pong balls with my mouth in thirty seconds. <laughs> Take away the word ping pong, and you know what I mean. Yes, ping pong one word. Yeah. Is it hyphenated? If it's hyphenated, it's one word. If not, two words. Either way, what I'm trying to say is, I'm a bit of a sag. Thanks, Geraldine. I've never heard that about you at all, Geraldine. You ain't been listening when I talk then, son. (laughs) 
Uh, so their, their original record was broken just a couple of months later with someone managing to catch 32 balls on their head covered in shaving foam in 30 seconds. So they uh, they did it again. But this time, 35 ping pong balls caught in 30 seconds on their right. head. How big is his head? It's, well, a it's, a of, it's a great big load of shaving foam on his head. It if, looks if he, like uh, like an upside down wedding cake on his has head. Has he got thirty five in at one time, or is it they catch, take it off, catch, take it off? Uh, well, from the picture, it looks like all in one go. You know, they're bouncing them, just continually bouncing the balls into this shaving foam on top of his head. Well, critters, you know what we're doing at the next stand and deliver, don't you? <laughs> we're going to set a round record. I want to break it. Uh, yeah. The video is available. I'm sure if you uh, search for ping pong balls, shaving foam head. Be careful um, how you type that in, children. <laughs> children should not be listening to this podcast, by the way. No, no, it is marked as not for kids anyway. So, uh, but yeah, it's um, if you want to have a go, have a go. If you can, if you can beat that Guinness World Record, then um, definitely have a go. Why not? We're going to do it. it. DJ Critters, we'll do it. We'll have a go. Yeah, I'll put the shaving frame on my head. And you can throw your balls at me. <laughs> um, what are you doing that for? You're such a child. Good morning, sir. I don't know what you mean. No. Uh, it's weird with that AMJ, because he's normally the one that gets us in trouble. Yeah. Not the other way around. Indeed. I said something... Completely innocuous and innocent, like you can throw your balls at my face and plaster them all over my head whilst I've got a face like a plasterous radio, and uh, everything's fine. Yeah, it's all fine. You just hope that um, everything goes fine later for the quiz, because... Yeah, Paul, Paul, I've messaged him, and he's still having bloody technical difficulties. I'm sure we'll get him on another day. Get him sorted on there. Uh, oh, we got another fella. Um, another fella? Yeah, another fella. He apparently lives like the squirrel out of um, SpongeBob SquarePants. Does he? Apparently so. I wonder, I wonder if he wears a purple bikini like a... Maybe. Maybe. Try and remember to ask him. Uh, well, no doubt Geraldine asked him such a silly question. Uh, probably give a bonus. Can you just call Geraldine Silly? Yes, a silly girl. Well, let's hope she didn't hear that because you'll be having massive points taken off you later on. Yeah, no doubt. She doesn't like me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, she hates AMJ, but you know. Yeah. So it was a shock AMJ won in the last quiz. Oh, yeah, I know. Bloody hell. It's only because he, uh, he had a lady. See, it was the good luck of the lady. Good luck of the lady. Apparently so. Um, have you heard about this artist who um, was commissioned? You're not even bothering trying to seam that in now, are you? No, f*** it. Do-do-do-do-do-do. There you go. Yeah, we're going, <laughs> yeah it was a, a, an artist, a very cheeky artist, who was supposed to create some modern art uh, for a Danish museum, and they gave him... Uh, what is the equivalent of eighty-four thousand dollars? I don't know what that is in the US. Eight pounds. Eight pounds. No, no, it's not. Um, search Google for that. Uh, oh, it's sixty-one thousand eight hundred and nineteen pounds. 
and eight pence. 80 pence. Oh, he was oh, very close. Yeah. Um, so yeah, $84,000 with 61,819 pounds, uh, to make some lovely, lovely modern art. Um, oh, yes, yes. And the artist came back with uh, two blank canvases to make up the new piece of art, and he called it Take the Money and Run. Ballsy, yes. Um, he did say that he calls that piece of art a commentary on poor wages and uh, the one thing is not is a theft it's definitely not a theft oh he's uh he doesn't have to moan about poor wages six i'll have to work at least two days to get 61 grand <laughs> well the uh, the museum has said oh it's a breach of contract and a breach of contract oh no um someone else put yep yeah, the work is that uh they've Take the money. Yeah. <laughs> and gone. Yeah. It's, it's a good way of doing it. I'll tell you, I'm, we've got a, an art gallery next to us, haven't we, in Margate? A very posh one. Which has got, it was just, open, it was opened by Tracy Emin, wasn't it? it I know was. we certainly had a lot of her works in there. Yeah. I, yeah. I say we. Um, I'm, I might phone them up and go, look, £5,000, I'll do you. I'll do you some. Well, I won't do you for five thousand pound. I'm married, and I've got a high moral high ground on prostitution. However, I will do you some fantastic art for five thousand pounds. And do you know what I'd do? What? I'd throw some pineapple juice onto a canvas, leave it for three months so the mold can grow on it, spray it with PVA glue, and take it there and go. This is called. The rotting of society. Because it's all sweet, because I'd slow motion picture it as well. Society is sweet until the man gets involved and then it turns rotten. And occasionally a pound sign will flash up to show that money is the root of all evil. But what does that make lovers of pound? Okay. So a quote from The Beautiful Self when they done a song about the... Um, Single market currency. If euro replaces the pound, is it likely to be shiny and round? Um, and such more lyrics, but that's as much as we can give without having to pay royalties. Yeah, there's, uh, yeah, there's a quote from that artist saying, I encourage <laughs> other people who have just as miserable working conditions as me to do the same. Uh, if they're sitting on some job, and not getting money, and are actually being asked to give money to go to work, they should take the money and run. I'll uh, tell you what, I've got some risk assessments to do tomorrow at work. Do you know what I'm going to do? Are you gonna I'm going to hand in ten blank ones. Yeah. The, the artist, what's the artist's name? Because I want, I want to give a good reference. Hang on, let me see if I can... Uh, Hanning is his surname. Hannings, that's all I need to know. It won't... People don't care about artists' first names. Picasso, Jens, or yeah, it's spelt Jens Hanning. So, oh, uh, Jens Hanning. Yeah, I know Jens Hanning. He's a he's a ballsy artist. He is. He is yeah. very uh, influential when it comes to doing risk assessments. Yep, Jens Hanning. <laughs> now the problem is, um, he's now been told he's got to give the money back. 
Uh, if he doesn't give the money back by January, when the work, when the exhibition closes, um, he will be taken to court. Well, I think it's crazy. He's done his job. Yeah. I mean, the, the last quote I've got on here was that uh, um, he said, it wasn't what we'd agreed on in the contract, but they got some new and interesting art. Just blank yeah. canvases. And that says a lot about society. Hmm. If we could start with a carte blanche, who knows what we're coming up into? Why not? Why, hey, I've just read this down the bottom. Um, he is a well-known artist in Denmark, where his attention-grabbing projects have included rendering the Dan Brog, uh, which is Denmark's red and white national flag, in green. And he also moved a car dealer and a massage clinic into exhibition buildings as artwork. So mm-hmm. he's, he's well known for doing weird stuff. And these people are surprised that he just gave them some blank canvases and ran off with the money. Yeah. It's their own bloody silly fault, really. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, who would have an unmade bed in an art gallery, eh? You know, he, he once um, took um, um, a factory which was employing immigrant workers. He, he took the factory and relocated it somewhere else and called it art. <laughs> I heard him do that one before. And I, I think it was him. I might be wrong. I'm sure it's him who recorded a lot of Danish people telling jokes and called it art. Um, as long as they said it in Danish, um, that was the point. And he started playing it in public places and called it art. The, the, the Danish really make some nice pastries as well. And bacon. Take away and the meat. goalkeepers. <laughs> and, and goalkeepers. <laughs> yeah. Peter Schmeichel, Casper Schmeichel, great goalkeepers. Anyone else with a different surname? Um, no, yes. I'm sure there's plenty, but I, I'm just a big fan of the Schmeichel father and son um, uh, goalkeeper legacy. They're very good goalkeepers. Fair enough. Oh, I mean, there, that... there have been others who haven't uh, been as great. Um, however, though, I, I quite I quite like Jesper Hansen. He looks a lot older than he actually is. How old is he then? Well, so how old is he? Yeah, and how well, old does he look? Oh, he looks like he's about 80, but he's only 36. Oh. Yeah. But he never played for Denmark. But I just remember seeing his photo once and wanted to find out more about him. Because so I thought, that. wow, credit to him. He's still playing professional football in his 70s. No, he's, he's only 36. Now he's very upset. I don't, th- I don't think he's a listener. Be earning loads of money as well, being a footballer. I don't. I don't think the league he plays in is quite what we're used to seeing in the Premier League. He's probably making more money than we are doing this podcast. Oh, more money than what AMJ and me are making. I know you've been siphoning off the millions. Because uh, I, I bumped, I bumped into Sir Richard Branson three weeks ago. I forgot to mention this the last time we recorded a podcast. Hmm. And he said, you the, you the chap from Three Men and Little Virus? I said, yes. And he went, well, Geraldine gave me such a good time. I have put five million pounds into your um, ACAST funds. So that's very kind of him. Hmm. That's very so, nice. yeah, 
apparently we've only had eight pounds. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to find the link now so I can give people the link to how they can do it. But um, yeah, if you on the uh, information for this podcast, it does have the supporter information at the bottom. You can press the button and uh, it's under the old name of Free Men and Little Virus. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember how the... uh, how it works off the top of my head, but there at least there is the link there uh, in there, so you can you can help support us and donate whatever you can to try and help us going. And um, well, you know we don't need to earn as much as a footballer, but uh, yeah, it would be nice just to at least got the money back from paying for microphones. Well, yeah, that would be nice, but yeah, help us out. We, we, yeah, we're not going to sit here begging. I think in the meantime we should get Dave on for the quiz. Yeah, I tell you, he's really excited about the quiz. He's got some great questions. Oh, like what? Oh, can't tell you that. Oh. You might you might do some quick Googling before the quiz. Googling. Uh, all right, cool. Well, we're looking forward to this quiz. See if uh, the other Paul can uh, get his technical stuff sorted out. Uh, if not, we'll have to find someone else sharpish. I'm sure uh, you've got some backup um, guests, haven't you, Paul? Well, yeah, there is a crocodile that's been mooching around the house today. Is there no others? Um, the squirrel's about, but we know that uh, there's a high chance he might be taken by a kestrel. <laughs> or have his uh, baby squirrel's tails tangled up? Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. Hmm. Right, well, let's get Dave, see if, see if he's actually around somewhere, because uh, he's had a week off. Yeah. Do you reckon he's up for it yet? Do you reckon he's done a jingle? Because sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. Well, I've been hearing him humming a lot this week, so I think he has. Is he going to hum a jingle? That could be interesting. Mm. Let's get him a loop pedal. You know, like um, Ed Sheeran and things like that, where they uh, they have one part of them singing and then another part of them singing over the top of it. Yeah, or Rob Deering, who's, fan- who's the best musical comedian I've seen with a loop pedal. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm. He's also mastermind champion, uh, safety champion twice. Yeah, and he wants to do this podcast for the Ooh. quiz. We'll have to get him on then. I might have made that bit up, but he'd do it. I did actually ask him, but um, he doesn't like doing things over Zoom and stuff, which is a shame. You'd have to come to a studio anyway. Let's get uh, get Dave on and find some uh, some more funny people, shall we? Yay! Yay! Be all after the quiz. Are you coming back after the quiz? Because um, you always bugger off and I don't get to see you anymore. No, well, I might I might come back after the quiz. It depends if anything tickles my fancy because I normally have to start doing all the tidying up yeah. because Geraldine makes a mess. Dave, well, Dave tries not to make a mess, but he's a clumsy little elephant. Mm. Um and uh and it's quite hard uh hold it because you know Dave's got terrible eyesight. I haven't told up those big cards for him. Arms are aching. So just go and have a little nap. Why not? Yeah. And if uh, if if you could see the video tonight, ladies and gentlemen, and um, all those non-binary, um, if you could if you could see my eyes as the podcast has worn on throughout this evening. I I, I think if I went to uh, an airport now, I'd have to pay extra for the baggage under my eyes. <laughs> and and they look quite red as well. Yeah. 
You've been crying. I have. I have. I've missed AMJ. That's what it is. Yeah. He's a friend of this. Just don't tell him. He would rather go and get money than spend time with us. I know, right? I'll tell you what, if we get any money from this podcast, let's not share it with him. Yeah, exactly. He, he, keeps, yeah. he keeps running off and earning money elsewhere. Yeah. It's not yeah. like it's his job or anything. No. <laughs> All right, let's, let, let's go find Dave. Dave, Dave, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm, here. Oh, I'm ready to do the, the, the quiz. I've got a new jingle this week. Do you want to hear it? Oh, yeah, well, I do love a good jingle. Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go, then. Are you ready? Uh, uh, DJ Critters, can you can you count me in? Count you in? I don't know yeah. if I can count. Oh, to what number? You, uh, four. To four? All right. Yeah. One, two, three, four. It's time for the quiz. It's Geraldine and Dave. I'm an elephant. She's a giraffe. The six questions. It's lots of fun. It's EG. Example given. Elephant and giraffe. Lovely. Well done. Oh, thank you. Oh, we've got well, we've got no AMJ tonight because he's gone out and earned a living instead of doing this for free like the rest of us. Um, but we do have some special guests. We've got DJ Critters as always. Morning, DJ Critters. Morning. Is it morning? Uh, I don't know. It is now. And we've got um, sometime regular guest of the podcast, Clayton. Clayton, introduce yourself, please. Hello, my name's Clayton, and I'm a crocodile, and I've been told not to swear because DJ Critters is being a bit of a t- about it. Sorry. More work to do. Oh, and, and we've got a special mystery guest who's sitting on his computer all the way in another part of the world that isn't my kitchen. Um, with a lovely baseball cap on. Can you introduce yourself, please, sir? Well, hello. Uh, my name is uh, Nick. Uh, I live in, around, sometimes below Southampton when I'm being pursued by shadowy forces. Uh, and down here, I, I, I'm part of a comedy troupe called The Comedy Lab. We run a, uh, an open mic called Anything Funny. And uh, basically, my specialism within the troupe is, is uh, repressed anger. And uh, that's me. Well, repression, you'll get on well with, with my mate Paul, who, who, who sadly can't be here. He always has to disappear when it's time for the quiz. But it's, it sounds great. Maybe, maybe I'll get to meet him afterwards. Oh, that'd, that'd be fantastic. That'd be sweet. So, this well, Nick, you said you live somewhere below Southampton. So, do you live in the sea? Uh, essentially, yeah. I have a, I have a, a, a sort of a domed superstructure that sits on the, uh, the harbour bed. And uh, like I say, it, it's just a place to get away from the, uh, the, the forces that are clearly after my kidneys and oh, assorted yeah. organs. Have you met my friend Daphne the dolphin down there? I have. She's a regular. She likes to drop by for, uh, funnily enough, a can of tuna. I didn't think that would be her thing, but she, she absolutely loves it. It's, uh, oh. it's really nice to see her. I, I'll, I'll let her know. I'll let her know I saw you. She has to can of tuna so she can see her brothers and sisters who got caught up in the net. Exactly. It's, it's, she, yeah, she does say it's good to catch up with family now and then. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's true. And 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 and, and Nick, can can you uh, mm. give us one interesting fact about yourself, please? 
Um, one interesting, one interesting apart fact about living myself. In a, in a dome under the sea. Apart from the. <laughs> what more interesting do you want? Oh, I'm an elephant. Uh, yes. Yeah. One interesting fact about me is that I accidentally once, um, spat in the face of, uh, old style commentator, uh, Trevor Brooking, uh, when he was doing a, uh, a, a signing at a store I worked in and, uh, I was trying to spit in the face of a, uh, um, a colleague, but unfortunately, the colleague dodged as Trevor came round the corner. And I'll be honest, he, he wasn't a fan. He really wasn't a fan. But I kept my job, and that's really all that matters at the, at the end of the day. Yeah. So, so, so what we've learned here is spitting is bad. Make sure you always swallow. Ah, too right. I much prefer to swallow. Gives you a much more lovely protein shake. Oh, here we go. Geraldine. Right. Who's ready for some questions? Hang on, we've, we've got a, a, a possible contestant as well. He's sitting there in the background being very quiet. Mm. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll introduce him. But um, I've heard nothing back from him in, in a long time now. Um, so his, his name's Paul Wimsett. He's there, he's listening to us. Or oh, he's watching us because he can't hear us, but he can see us. He's, oh, he, he's like my mate who likes to sit outside people's gardens and look through their windows. He, he, he sometimes sits in trees, and he said, he said the upstairs windows are the best. Everyone's got to have a hobby. Yeah, yeah, this is what he said. Um, right, are we, are we ready for a question? Absolutely. Now, Let's do this. We're going to start off with DJ Critters first. I'll ask him the question, then I'll ask the same question to you, Mr. Nick Parton. And and then, then the second question to you, then DJ, and so on and so forth. Um, right, now, DJ Critters, you love dead metal, don't you? <laughs> um, okay, yes. Yeah, I realised I said dead metal, as in the robot from Robot Wars, and not death metal is what I meant. Ah. Are you a fan of death metal? To a degree. To a degree. Great. This question's right up your street then. What in, is, is responsible for over half the deaths of all humans in history? Uh, Would you like this to be multiple choice? Oh, yes. Multiple choice. Yes. Go for it. Is it A, drugs, B, war, C, famine? Or D, mosquitoes. Oh, I think I'm going to go. Well, don't go. We need you to take behind the quiz. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to go with the option of mosquitoes, because them little buggers cause all sorts of trouble. Yeah, they made Cheryl Cole really poorly, and she passed out in front of the cameras for the X Factor. Ooh, and it was really... Sweet Lord. Oh, I got really scared for her. And whoever her husband was at the time. Yeah, what was her name she was using at that point? Yeah, I'm glad the People's Princess is still with us today. Someone wanted to tell him. Um, right, uh, uh, Nick. What? Right, wonderful Nick. What, yes, yes. responsible for half the deaths of all humans in history? Is it A, drugs, B, war, C, famine, or D, mosquitoes? 
See, I'm, I'm going to be very tedious and I'm going to go with mosquitoes as well because as well as transmitting malaria, they're just really, really annoying. And, you know, I think annoyance is, is a, an underrated, underreported killer as well. Oh, I'm glad we've finally got someone on here who takes this show sensibly and seriously and gets the bigger picture out there. So thank That's you. me. And uh, I don't normally do this, but I'm going to give you a bonus point for that. Sweet. Just like Geraldine agrees to it. Now, uh, Clayton, what is responsible for over half the deaths of all humans in history? Is it A, drugs? I'll tell you what, I don't need no, I don't need no multiple choice because the right answer isn't up there. I'm, I'm going to have to go and say it is E. Well, what is E? No, E, ecstasy, because if you have too much, it kills you. And if you don't pay for it, I f***ing kill you. Mm. Right, um, I'm not quite sure what you mean by that, Clayton. I'm an innocent elephant. Uh, Geraldine, can we have the answer, please? Ah, oh, hello, Pat. Hello. Oh, Nick. You've got a lot of beard. That is a lot. Thank you very much. And your cap. That's it. Right for purity. You won't be pure by the time I'm finished with you. I hope not. I'll have to let you know, because Clayton does a lot of work for me as as my uh, goal-getter. He gets himself five points, because it's true. If you don't pay for your ease, he will kill you. However, you both got that question right, so you get yourself 15 points. Congratulations. 15. Thank you, Jody. I'd, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. That's a good. That's a good first result. I'm feeling confident. I wouldn't get your hopes up. <laughs> right. Next question. We're going to go to the wonderful Nick first. Nick. Mm. Much. So I'd like the the currency to be American dollars, please. How, okay. How much did the ghost in the jar sell on eBay for? Ghost in a jar. Well, they really will sell anything on eBay, won't they? I mean, I suppose at least at least it was a, a real ghost. I'll give them credit for that. Um, ghost in a jar. I would say it sold for one hundred and thirteen pounds and twenty six. No, twenty seven pence. I like to be precise. Uh, well, do you know what that would be in, in American pounds? Oh right, okay. Yes, that would be um uh that would be two hundred and six okay. and four cents. Yeah. Okay. Um uh, we're gonna break tradition. Normally we go to uh Clayton next, but I think Clayton uh, has fallen asleep so we come to him at the end of this question. Uh DJ Critters, how much do you think a ghost in the jar sold for on eBay in American dollars, please? Um, let's go for $10,000. And over to you. Oh, you're both completely wrong. My guess is $55,000. Edos. That's what I'm going for, and no one's going to tell me any different. No, I'll tell you what, Pat Clayton is completely correct there. The answer is $55,000. And the true selling is a lot of money. I see what I did there. I was thinking too small, wasn't I? Too small. I tell you what, Nick, I love your honesty. You get yourself 72 bonus points there. Congratulations. Sweet. 
Nice. And DJ Critters, AMG is not here, so my love for you's grown even more. You've got yourself eight bonus points. Woo, awesome. Nice. Am I a dreamer? Am I, am I a dreamer? Sorry about, well, you, the listener, won't know any different because DJ Critters is amazing with his editing techniques, but we had a bit of downtime. Poor old Nick, he's thinking, what a bloody carry-on these people are. We promise that we're normally even more disorganised. Right, OK, so all this, this is a family fortunes question. Ooh. I want to see if you can get the top answer. Well, um, go Clayton first. Clayton, name something that costs less than one pound. Well, I don't know anything that costs less than one pound, so uh, I'm going to go and say uh, newspaper. Yeah, newspaper, yeah. Not Sunday supplements, though, because they're like pound forty-five nowadays, so I'm just going to... The Daily Star. <gasps> you didn't need to be so specific, but thank you, Clayton. Um, oh, well, DJ Critters next. Uh, name something that costs less than one pound. Um... Uh... A, co- a a cola bottle. Now the sweets. As in, as in, okay, I just needed clarification in case you meant fizzy pop or the sweeties. Uh, Until you go to the nightmare pea store. No, Nick Parton. <laughs> I've got a very specific answer. It's a. Uh... It's a bag of nice and spicy knickknacks, 40 gram bag, 90p. I consume at least six of these a day. So it's, I have reliable info. How are your fingers not tainted orange? Uh, they are, but, uh, you know, I use concealer uh, on, on each of my fingers. Yeah. It takes hours every single day. Covers up the nicotine stains as well. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> It's yeah. It's it's you know a double uh, a double solution. Just remember, kids, smoking's bad. But knickknacks, <laughs> they're superb. <laughs> Maybe not in that quantity. I, I I beg to differ. My my digestion is still regular like clockwork, but has a, a strange sort of orangey sort of aura to it now. Now on that bombshell, I'm going to cut in because DJ Critters normally tells us suffer bantering in this quiz because he's a boring bastard However, <laughs> now Nick as much as I loved your answer mm. um, it's unsurprisingly that did not kick in the top five answers for family fortunes uh. however because you're specific and you had evidence and you gave and you showed your workings you get yourself 32 points congratulations thank you very much thank you very much Geraldine Clayton got the fourth most popular answer with newspaper, so he gets 10 points. And DJ Critters, I forgot what you said. Oh, no, I remembered. You said sweets. Yes. Yeah, then I'll up this one. Sorry, mm. the top mm. five was a stamp, newspaper, soft drink, fast food, and the most popular answer is fruit. 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 Are we talking single pieces of fruit? I mean, I could see how, say, a nice, juicy pear might come under a pound, but say a watermelon, not so sure. Dragon fruit? If it's a pear, how could it be singular? That's a very good question. <laughs> right. I deserve that. On to, on to the next quiz.
question. Are you ready? Let's do it. Yeah, we're going to start off with DJ Critters. DJ Critters in the house. Now, this is true yeah. or false. Carrots, when mixed with concrete, makes it stronger. True or false? Um, I don't know. I suppose they're quite fibrous, aren't they? But uh, I thought you was going somewhere down the lines of, you know, increases your eyesight, not bloody mixing with concrete. Yeah, Who does that? Carrots with concrete, it improves the concrete's eyesight at night. And that's where you get cat's eyes from. Ah, makes sense now. That's how they make them. Um, so, yeah, so if that's how they make cat's eyes, I'm going to say that's true. Okay. Uh, Nick Parton. Carrots make concrete stronger if mixed together. True, false, or nobody knows. Well, I can personally attest to the fact that that's true. I have strengthened concrete with carrots for many years. In fact, I've done the reverse in that I've strengthened my carrots with concrete. And while they're a little bit difficult to pass, it's not impossible. You just have to allot uh, a little more time in the toilet. So, true. And are you sure, Pet, that it's not knickknacks you're filling up and not carrots? I can't be entirely sure, but uh, to be honest, when I'm writhing in pain because of the concrete, it's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's uh, less of an issue that I'm thinking about. But still, at least you're as regular as clockwork, and that's fantastic. Uh, thank you very much. I pride myself on that. Uh, no worries, Pep. Now, Clayton, carrots make concrete stronger mixed together. Is that true or false? Jill, do you know I meant to answer the questions? You can do the points for this round. Oh, thank you. Um, Clayton, what she said. Yeah, well, basically, here's my answer. I don't give a fucking shit. I just don't care. Okay, well, thanks for that very much, Clayton. Um, uh, that's the incorrect answer, so you get no points. However, uh, Nick and the wonderful DJ Critters were correct, so you get a point each. Oh, yes. A point, just one. We, I'm, I'm, I, I like to keep it simple. I'm not very good at counting. <laughs> I'll take anything I can get. Oh. That's what I heard. <laughs> and you heard entirely correctly. Right. Um, anything, oh, anything you can get, you say? Well, absolutely, yeah. I heard, I heard that you like a film with a scary thing in it. I, I like all sorts of films with the scary things in it, but there's one in particular that I like the most. And that's, that's a film called Alien. Ah, you are correct. Oh. So, I thought you were going to go down the lines of uh, like Princess Bride or something. Really scary. Uh, well, my, my second film on that scary list is Moana, so uh, you, you weren't too far off. Fucking crab. scary at the end when the big volcano lady it was very scary oh, oh, it's oh, crazy oh, it's I crazy had, pure fear I had to hide my eyes behind my trunk um, so, I soiled myself a little yeah I, I hid my eyes behind my trunk as well Dave <laughs> that is where they should go <laughs> or was it the wife's eyes I don't let's right, let's more for building that sort of comment right <laughs> Before the movie went into production, and when I say movie, obviously I mean film, because we're not American. Um, but what was the proposed title of the film Alien? 
I believe it was Star Beast. Okay. Uh, DJ Critters, the same question to you. What's the proposed title of the film? Alien. Now, I believe that this is where the uh, local burger place was named after because it was Star Burger. Okay. Yeah. And Clayton, what's your answer? Well, I'll be honest, I'm just going to go, well, I weren't listening, but whatever Nick said, because he he loves that film. And, you know, I remember when I went around his house once and he told me all these amazing facts about Alien. And I listened then, and, you know, it's like his favourite character, Parker, said, oh, can I finish my coffee? It's the only good thing on this ship. And that's not made me f***ing laugh so much. So, it, was yeah. a, it was a great night. It was a great night. Yeah, it, was, it was one of the best nights I've ever had. And I've had a load of good nights. Not so much since someone killed my wife, but we won't talk about that tonight. Ah, okay then, chaps. So we've got points aplenty there. DJ Critters, you actually get the most points in that round because you, we didn't know that Starburger was named after Alien. Although the food does taste like it's ripped through someone's guts. So you'll get 2,000 points for that. Um, and it ripped through your own guts as well. You get 1,950 points. And Clayton, as much as I love your son, you did cheat. So I'm going to have to take off five points. So, uh, next question. This, this is the penultimate question. How oh. exciting. The tension is ratcheting up. Nice. I, I thought you said the um, tension... Is, is something else. I can't, I can't even remember what I thought you said now. Right. True or false? And we're, we're coming to our lovely, lovely, lovely man who's a guest tonight, Nick. Hello. Everyone has a unique tongue print. True or false? Unique tongue print. I know people have unique thumbprints. I'm going to say absolutely not because it sounds insane. Thumb yes, tongue no. That's yeah. my... Tongue no. That's, that's that was sad. written on the wall as well about you. Yeah, I was about to say, that does sound like something that Geraldine has said in the past. Uh, DJ Critters, everyone has a unique tongue print. Mm. I mean, I've licked a lot of things, but I've never been caught for it, so I don't think you can, tust, you can dust for tongue prints, you see. That's my logic. Hmm. You have to use like sherbet or something. Yeah, you just got to sprinkle it down. <laughs> yeah, the old sherbet fountain things. Hey, let's chuck it around. Anyway. Um, That's forensics for you. Yeah. Yeah, they just chuck their sherbet stuff everywhere and then... Before you fell, I go crazy. What? Sherbet dip dabs make me go crazy. DJ, uh, we get a move on, please, because the producer gets annoyed when we don't stick to times. Yeah, he does. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw this on uh, like Discovery Channel or something recently, uh, that it's true. So I'm pretty sure they, they said that it was true, but I might be wrong, but I'm going to go with true. Well, and over to you, Clayton. Everyone has a unique tongue print. Oh, I don't. Well, actually, no, I've got a story about this. I, I remember because like, somebody, they threatened to grasp me up to the police. So I cut their tongue off. And when I looked at it, and I looked at mine in the mirror, they were completely different. So 
say true. Yeah, but you're a crocodile with a really long tongue. Oh, you're saying just because I'm a crocodile, I'm not a person. It's a different sized tongue. <laughs> and technically, that would be true if you're a crocodile. You're not really a person. I've been anthropomorphized, therefore, I'm a person. <laughs> it's a solid argument. I've yeah. nothing to come back with. Yeah. Thank, you, thank you for that. I appreciate your, uh, your honesty there. Right, okay, uh, Geraldine, who's right, who's wrong? No, in that penultimate round, DJ Critter's got the answer correct. He gives himself three points. Woo. Um, Nick, however, I just saw how upset you looked because you didn't get the correct answer, so I'm going to give I you was. five consolidation points because I don't want the guest being upset on my show. And, That's real uh, nice. Thank you, Geraldine. Geraldine. No worries. And, and uh, Clayton, um, you were also correct, and I remember you telling me about that fantastic story when you came home and about you how much of a revelation it was for you. So you get yourself 62 points. Judy. Now, should we transition into the final question? I think Paul's been doing a lot of transitioning for a long time. Right. Now, are you ready for the last question? And normally we'd go to Clayton or the last guest. However, we're going to mix it up and we're going to go to our celebrity guest tonight for the last question first. So, Nick, the green code in the Matrix. So in the Matrix, it's got all that green code coming down the screen. Oh, yeah. What is that green code? That is uh, the result of... Uh, the programmer falling asleep on the keyboard and because he's got such a small head he only covers the zero and the one on the keypad okay it sounds very plausible it is yes yes very yeah. plausible indeed dj critters would would you like this to be a multiple choice for you oh that'd be nice okay so, <laughs> lovely yeah. why not uh, go for it I've promised to be a bit nicer to DJ Critters, so I thought the last question I'll treat him to multiple choice. Don't, don't worry, Nick. I know Geraldine likes you, so I think you've got it in the bag no matter what. Right. That's my strategy. DJ Critters, the green code in the Matrix is what? Is it A, the Enigma code? B, random text where the person falling asleep on the keyboard, C, a sushi recipe, or D, the Lord's Prayer? Uh, it's not, I didn't think it was any of those. I actually thought it was um, the code that Trump's lot used to get his election results. Also very plausible. Hmm. Well, it's not that plausible. I, I don't mean to be rude to you, Nick. I'm being rude to DJ Critters now. Oh, fair enough. Um, is he... It was released a long time before Trump got into power. It took a long time for Trump to get into power, so that's, that's what Look, it was. In that case, then, silly me. <laughs> Come, Critters, yeah. I'm answer. Tick tock, tick tock. Uh, oh, f***ing no. Um, sushi recipe. Okay, and Clayton? Oh, just, just don't even bother finishing the question, mate. I just, I'm going home. Bye. It's effing ridiculous. Oh, I think that's what Clayton thinks. Um, well, over to you, Geraldine. No, 
Clayton says that he's going on, but we've overrun the quiz this week and he's actually got to go and do me a favour. Someone's not paid up, so he's got to go and take their kneecaps out for me. So he's getting 52 points for that. Uh, DJ Critters, through, even though you got the correct answer, you bored me to fucking tears. I was waiting for you to come up with one. So you lose 85 points. But Nick, Nick bloody Parton, I'd like to bloody see you from me. I've got to say, you've got yourself 52 points because you didn't, you didn't ask for multiple choice and you didn't complain. That it was all against you. So for that, you get 52 points. And would you like to know the scores for this week, DJ Critters? Yes. Okay, so the scores for this week in third place is DJ Critters on eight points. Even though we got those few thousand, <laughs> he's ended up on eight. He's edited it very badly. He didn't hear about all the other minus points he got. Um, the wonderful Clayton came second place with 41 points. However, storming in the lead with 58,432 points. It's our wonderful Nick, guest of the week, Parton. Thank you so much. I feel good. I feel good. Geraldine, we must go for a drink later. I'll tell you what, I'm very good at nicking it. I'm a giraffe. Excellent. That'll come in useful. Don't worry, son. I might have seven bones in my neck like a human by the end of the night. I hope it's eight. Good morning, madam. It's going to be a hell of a midweek fun. Well, right it is. I hope you know where there's a good KFC down in Southampton. I do. I know too. Very good. Because it won't be the only finger-licking good bucket you'll be having tonight. Bloody hell. I'm looking forward to this so much. Oh, I've got a clue what's going on here. But it sounds very rude. So, um, oh, Nick, before we before we finish the quiz, mm. it is tradition. DJ Critters asked you to record something for him. Oh, so, yeah. DJ Critters, do your request. You may have heard. Uh, you've listened to the show before, so you may have heard me ask the guest if they can do a uh, a little soundbite for us because we sure. had the original lady do this hi this is janice robinson and i'm a dreamer and yes i'm the original singer of living joy and i'm a dreamer and you're listening to living the dream radio have a blessed day peace so we've got all various people doing things. hello i'm sarah mills and i'm a dreamer Various stuff like that. I uh, I forgot to actually put me uh, the last ones on the soundboard. So, um, yeah, they were good, but I forgot to put them on the soundboard. I'll do that for next week. Um, so if you're up for doing something, however, method and wherever you want to do it. Mm, mm. I'll leave you to it. Go on. Okay, living the dream. Let me say something about living the dream. And I've, I've got two things to say about this. If you happen to want to do something in life try something out do it now don't wait time's short okay although if you're a necrophiliac cannibal at least talk to a counselor first very good advice for everyone thank you very much um because we do we do always ask our guests for a piece of advice and that's the best bit of advice i've ever heard yeah now, there's, there's just two things that left for me to to i want you to do for me is can you say your name and say, I'm a dreamer after it? Nick Parton. I'm a dreamer. Thanks very much. You're um, welcome. Um, the whole point of 
why anyone comes on to this show is to promote anything they might be doing. So plug, plug, plug away. Personally, I have almost nothing to promote, but I mentioned my comedy troupe, uh, the Comedy Lab. Uh, we do a an open mic night called Anything Funny, uh, which is on the third Tuesday of every month. And uh, if you happen to be down in Southampton slash Eastleigh, then come along and see a, a parade of ne- needy weirdos do their thing. And uh, if you're interested in anything I do, go to nickparton.co.uk and all my rubbish is deposited there. And thank you very much. It's the best rubbish I've ever seen. Oh, thank you. I yeah, the best that. rubbish you've ever heard is this podcast. That sounds about right. <laughs> How the hell did we get into the top 20 of the UK comedy podcast? No, I think it's I think it's purely because of Dave and Geraldine. There's well, there's a USP going on there. Yeah. And Clayton as well. He's a good lad. Yeah. Who else has a podcast with a quiz hosted by a fucking elephant and a giraffe? I just think we only done that as a time filler, and it turns out it's everybody's favourite thing. I know. I know. <laughs> it now takes over most of the podcast. <laughs> oh, hello. That's what it should. Paul's joined us. Yeah, I'm back. The quiz is finished. I've finished holding the question, the teleprompter for Dave, so he can read the questions. Um, I've stopped having to be the boom mic for Geraldine, um, and I had to open the door for Clayton. Hmm. It's uh, a shame the uh, the other uh, comedy guests that we had booked in had uh, technical issues, and maybe you can come back next week. Well, I hope so. I hope so. That would be fantastic if we could. Yeah, became something of a ghost in a jar. $55,000, I overheard. Mm. It's worth more than I am. Well, at least on the open market, at least in terms of my organs. Well, I tell you what, I do know somebody who pays uh, £35,000 for a kidney. Well, pass me, pass me their phone number and we'll, uh, we'll see if we can reach some sort of agreement. And uh, eight grand for a piece of kidney, uh, for a piece of liver, because your liver grows back. Mm. Um, so there is, there is actually really? somebody in America who does sell off bits of his liver once every three years, and makes a fortune out of it. Yeah, his name's Wolverine. It's his well, growing back stuff. Sell that. Here, do you want a hand? Here you go. Look at it this way: if you've got a USP, you should use it. Yeah. To be honest, I keep hearing USB, and I'm going, I've got loads of USB sticks around now, certainly. Finally, they're coming. They're more common. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, thank you very much for coming on, Nick. You've been absolutely brilliant. So, uh, yeah, you've, that's... you've been fantastic. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for inviting me on. It's been a pleasure that's and a joy and a pleasure again. Oh, bloody hell, there's two lots of pleasures. Mm. <laughs> I, get, I, find, I get pleasure everywhere I go. Oh, you will turn up, Pet, when I come down to Eastleigh. See what I mean. You're going under the sea to, to the dome. It's, uh, is it a bit like a sea life centre in there? Basically, yes. It's all Though it's all uh, centred around a giant uh, master bedroom. Ooh. And then there's just basically a series of uh, a maze of aquariums around it. Is it a little bit like the squirrel in SpongeBob SquarePants? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Where do you think I got the idea? Yeah, exactly. That's all I was thinking. As soon as you said about that, I was like, oh, yeah, it's just like her. Yeah. I'll be honest. When I heard about Squid Games, I genuinely thought 
it was SpongeBob at the Olympics, but it's Squidward doing all the Olympic game things. True story. <laughs> It'd be good. It'd be good at that. There's a spin-off right there waiting to happen. Definitely. I'll happily write it. Sweet. We'll get Nick to do the voices. Yeah, why not? Musical Insights. <laughs>